Hey, Math and Other Things listeners, this is Courtney Flessner, and I am recording live from my hotel room at NCTM in Washington, D.C. Sitting next to me is my husband, Ryan Flessner, my original math colleague, and the person that basically made it possible for me to be here today. No, I made it possible for me to be here today. (laughs) He was just very encouraging. (laughs) Anyway... We are presenting at NCTM together tomorrow um, at 1 o'clock on Friday. We're going up against all kinds of other people, so who knows if anybody will be in the room, but it's going to be very riveting and interesting. But that's not why we're here to talk about that. We're here to talk about our favorite three highlights of the conference so far here in Washington, D.C. Are you ready? I am. Okay, so Ryan is going to start with his first favorite highlight all right so my favorite highlight so far has been just reconnecting with people that i haven't seen in a while it's been several years since i've been to nctm which is not acceptable but it is the truth Um, so it's been fun to see people that i know but it's also fun to get to know people that um, i haven't met before people that you've talked about a lot yep that you've been connected to but that i don't know um one example is I got one of the famous Laura Tomas hugs. <laughs> She's a hugger. She's the best. It was so fun. <laughs> I never met her before, and she immediately hugged me. It was very fun. So. Yep. So um, Laura, I met this summer at the Building Thinking Classrooms Conference, and that's something, um, you know, when you're in the same profession as we are, and you have children and all the things, you can't always be in the same place at the same time. So we pulled it off to make that possible um, this weekend, but we could not do that this summer at the Building Thinking Classrooms Conference because our son was playing baseball in Cincinnati. So Ryan literally drove to Cincinnati, spent the night, got Abel all situated, drove back to Indianapolis the next morning, presented, went to one session of Peter's and then drove back to Cincinnati. So he didn't get to do any of the other people's sessions. He didn't get to do the dinner for presenters. So he sort of missed out on that networking piece, which is where I've met uh, someone like Laura. It was a bummer to miss all of that, but what I did not miss was the terrible weather. (laughs) I came in when it wasn't raining and I left in the middle of a squall. Yeah, that's come up a couple of times. People really remember the squall that went through (laughs) (laughs) central Indiana on day one of the Building Thinking Classrooms Conference. And... The tornado warnings, it's turned into a whole bunch of stories, and it's bringing back fond memories of me standing with people who've never been in the Midwest, having no idea what um, to do in such a situation, and me saying, this is totally normal, you're fine, (laughs) everything's fine. Um, So it's been really fun to reminisce with people and actually to sort of be able to have those conversations, because I couldn't do that at the Building Thinking Classrooms conference very much, because we were, we were... You were very busy. We you were had very all busy. kinds of things going on. The right. things you did that week were just amazing. Right. The whole team, not just you, the whole team. Yeah, and so I would definitely say that's probably one of my highlights so far this week um, is just being able to play the role of a learner. I, I could go to conferences all the time, sit in sessions, learn, think. Someone asked me tonight, like, what, what are you hoping to get out of your time here this week? Um, I'm staying for NCSM afterwards. Ryan has to go home. But um, 
you know, and my thing is being able to listen and hear about just what people are thinking about in terms of teaching math, um, you know, instructional moves they're making in their classrooms, moves that administrators and coaches are making to bring the learning back to their schools. And I don't, I listen to a lot of podcasts. I do a lot of reading. I try to, you know, stay afloat on social media about what's going on, but it's so much better when you're in a spot to be able to just sit and think. And so for me, that's been a really big highlight. I was in a session today, um, Mary Parrish, who I missed the first three minutes. So I'm sad to say I'm not sure where she's from, but she's a district administrator who organizes the professional development for her district. And she was going on and on and on about all these things that they're doing to create like a, you know, a culture of teachers who learn and grow and get better at their craft. And she was just at, she was the most positive, delightful. She absolutely loves what she does. And I wanted to look at her and be like, man, you could, you could do anything. And your teachers are going to be excited because you are so genuinely and authentically, um, loving what you do and why you do it but she gave so many great thoughtful examples of what how they spend their e-learning days and I cannot and I don't even know if they're e-learning days for them that's that's usually what they are in Indiana where the kids are at home doing their work and the um, teachers are doing professional days in their buildings and I just, I learned so much from that and how, you know, how just suggestions on how to organize those types of days. Um, and so the challenge becomes, when do you share that with people without, you know, coming off as like, I know how to organize your e-learning day, but merely just making suggestions and what have you learned and what research is out there. So, um, that's just one example of just something that I've learned or been able to really carefully think about. Yeah, I think there's a lot of things that have been happening in some of the sessions that you go to the session because you want to hear the speaker because there's a really good title and the description sounds like exactly what you're looking for. But what I found already today on this first day is that some of my biggest ahas and kind of connections to my own teaching, my own work has been sitting next to that person who's a teacher from Fairfax County, Virginia, that I would never have met if I hadn't been sitting here at NCTM and just listening to her talk about what that feels like and looks like in her position. And so you get all these new people that you can brainstorm with that you don't necessarily know, but who can make sense out of the things that you're hearing in these conversations in ways that are different than the ways that I can as a teacher educator. And so I think there's just so much power to um, having a mix of people in the room, being in a place that you're a little, that everybody's kind of a little bit unfamiliar with and being able to hear some big names. Like I went to Amanda Jansen's session, uh, the Rough Draft Math, uh, the author of Rough Draft Math. And again, it's just nice to see her face talking about the things that we've all read about. Um, but again, just being able to sit next to someone who's doing the aha uh -huh and oh yeah, and leaning over and talking to the person next to them and saying, yeah, I remember when we did that and when we were walking down the hallway, we saw this and this teacher talked about that and just listening to the conversations and engaging with people that I just never would have met had I not been in a place like this. So it was, it was nice. It was, it was, it's been a lot of fun to just meet a whole bunch of new people. Yeah. And I, at some point it would be nice to get the number of people that are here because there's just so many different roles and responsibilities. Yeah. of folks so when you get to sort of hear about who they are and what their experience is and what they're working with 
I think in the work that we do, it just it just enlightens me so much on how to approach professional development and meeting the needs of teachers and understanding, you know, we're building off their knowledge just like we're building off kids' knowledge when we're teaching math. Yeah, absolutely. So we might have gotten a little bit off topic, but do you have a number two highlight? Uh, yeah. So on uh, Twitter over the years, there's always been a conversation about game night at NCTM, and I was able to go to my first game night last night. And what was really fun was just seeing the collection of people in the room that so many of whom I had never met before, but I felt like I knew because they're always on Twitter posting things or they're on social media on other platforms. Um, and so it was nice to be able to put faces with names, actually engage in conversation with some people. Um, you insisted that I meet Ter Teresa Lilliedahl um, because you've worked um, quite a bit with Peter and uh, Courtney's quote was, you have to meet Teresa. Peter absolutely adores her. And so it was fun to actually meet her. She is an incredibly lovely person. We had a long conversation. And so it was nice that I could actually fulfill one of those things you've told me I need to do. Um, so game night was a lot of fun. I mean, we could have played games all night long, but it was even more fun just to get the social aspect with people that I've admired through social media and, and heard a lot about um, from your experiences and from other people. So that was a lot of fun. Definitely. And it's a time to network. It's a time to make connections. It's a time to laugh. It's a time to just sort of enjoy everybody being in the same space together. And um, I think that that is a really important part of these conferences especially when there are so many people there so i i don't love crowded rooms with lots of people in them <laughs> so i was a little bit hesitant but it's important to do things out of your comfort zone every now and again and um walking into the room and um just seeing everybody that was there and being so grateful that i knew so many faces and just people i've known or met over time or on the internet or whatever it, it was just it was really nice so and 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 to be able to connect so i agree that game night was definitely a highlight what was your second highlight do you have do you have another one um let's see my second well i went to annalise records session today mm -hmm. on um fluency and um math facts and I know, I know her. I've listened to her on podcasts. We've, we've, you know, we just know of each other a little bit. I probably know of her way more than she knows of me. But it was so nice to see her live, kind of like what you were saying with Amanda mm -hmm. Jensen. Yep. And hearing her talk about her work with um, Nikki Newton and Sue O'Connell and how she's, you know, her thoughts around bringing um, – just working on basic fact fluency to life and, you know, looking at her thoughts on the progression of addition and subtraction and multiplication and division facts. And there's so many, you, you know, you can Google that and there's so many different theories and ideas and stuff that comes up. And it was nice to sort of see her in action. Her room was loaded with people that we all know, like Steve Weinborny was in there, Robert Kaplinsky was in there, Graham Fletcher was in there. Like it was loaded and she just tore it up. Like she just, she, she was in, con she was in control. She had all this great knowledge. Like it was so cool listening to her. I just, I just want to qualify people we know. That does not mean that we're like besties with no, Graham Fletcher not and Robert Kaplinsky. We know of them. We know who they are. They would not know me if they stepped on me. But. Robert Kaplinsky walked up into the, I was sitting in his row. I walked in. 
uh, with someone, and, and I we he looked at me, and I looked at him, and we shook hands. I'm like, I'm Courtney Flesner. He's like, you look very familiar. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I'm around. <laughs> I'm like, we've interacted a little bit on, on social media, but we've never met before. And he's like, well, it's really nice to meet you. Um, but, you know, and again, like people make such great resources and and we were so grateful for them but also they're just people and they're there to learn too and i think and they're there to support each other which is really it's a lovely part of the community for sure do you have a third i mean you know me i'm an exhibit hall junkie (laughs) (laughs) everybody says that teachers are hoarders i am no longer a classroom teacher but i am a teacher educator so i still do love to go to a good exhibit hall and and get the freebies but also to interact with people and i think the interesting part for me this time around is that having been in the game for so long and and just reading people and meeting people in different places and and connecting with people in different ways i mean you run into people like Corey Drake, who I'm not really connected to personally, but there are so many ways that our paths have crossed over time. Um, and so walking in and seeing that she's working at the Math Learning Center and, and the, the company that makes Bridges Math, and there's a district that I work with that is using the Bridges curriculum. And so to be able to talk to her about something totally different than I would have talked to her about if I had had the chance a decade ago. And so the exhibit hall this time around has been fun. There have been lots of freebies. It's been it's been one of those things. My tag has been scanned several times, so I'm going to get a lot of junk email, but um, hopefully there will be some good stuff there. But also just seeing different people in different roles that I haven't known them in or, or, or seen them in and being able to reconnect for a different reason on a different level. It's just, it's really cool. The, the people experience this time around has been really fantastic. New people, connecting with people that I've known either tangentially or really well. Um, and just being able to to be with people again is what nice. is one of the what's what are products that you've seen in the exhibit hall that you're like ooh I need to know more about that or I need to tell people about that product. So is this like a product placement thing or? No, <laughs> this is not sponsored. <laughs> I mean, we haven't made it. This is the ninth episode. Well, I mean, we met Dave at Zayner Blozer. We've not mm-hmm. met him before. Rita Cook has has been the person that we've been connecting with, but we we love the Building Fact Fluency Kit that. Um, Tracy Zager and Graham Fletcher put together and so it was nice to meet um, Dave but it was also great to see that product out and seeing people excited about it I mean the white books stuff I mean I can't believe they send those things all over the country and, and to use and, and put out for for people to raffle off and I just think that's a really cool white experience. books is very busy so busy and everybody's <laughs> walking around with a rolled up white book in their bag yep. and they're taking them home and I, I mean that's pretty brilliant what they're doing but it's a good product too, yeah. right? And it's current and relevant, so that's been fun. Um, there's just been a lot of things, and you know, everybody has a good sticker. They it's, do. Fun, it's fun to improve the sticker collection at home. So. It is. <laughs> they. Um, I have not spent much time in the exhibit hall except to go in and say hi to people that I know are in there. So <laughs> I have to figure out how to get there um, before it. Sh- I don't even know when it shuts down. Yeah. Oh, another one that. Oh, was important to me was Magma Math. Yeah. You've talked to me a lot about Magma Math. Yeah. So I met Leslie Nielsen. I get to connect with her tomorrow to talk about some ideas. If you don't know Magma Math, you should definitely check that out. It's such a cool um, system. resource system. I, I, I'm actually, I really want to have Henrik and Leslie on the podcast. They would be great. To talk about it. Um, the first time I had a conversation with them about their product, Henrik, um, who's one of the founders, was sort of giving me a tour 
of it, you know, via Zoom. And like my jaw literally dropped. And Leslie Nielsen, she laughed out loud. She goes, I wish I had a picture <laughs> video of what just happened when you saw that. So there's just, there's so many cool things happening to continue to bring math to life and to make it relatable to kids, you know, in 2023 and beyond. And there's decades and decades and decades of research that's happened that people are really bringing to life, you know? And so it's cool to see the products that are in the exhibit hall that are, that are really focused on the positive, um, just research and work happening in schools. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we were even talking about our own session tomorrow kind of thinking through the final details concerned a little bit that we don't have um, enough copies if people actually show up um, the room is much much larger than we we envisioned it being but okay if that works fantastic um, but one of the things we were talking about is had we um, done a little bit more homework and actually gotten to know magma math a little bit better we could have actually used that digital resource instead of having print copies and things so again just being in a space like this lets you reimagine the work that you do in ways that I don't know that I would have thought in that way if I hadn't been in Washington, D.C., away from kind of the the grind of the everyday. So it's nice to have a space to just think and improve my own practice and really start to make some moves that could be game changers. Yeah, and that's so important. It's important to reimagine. We were at dinner tonight with Melissa McCain and Brendan Scribner and Tim Brzezinski and um, Dave from Zaner Blozer. And we were having that conversation about just reimagining. I feel like I've said that a couple of times. I don't know why, but re- rethinking, reimagining, you know, professional development and how to reach teachers and what to do when, um, you know, there aren't a lot of subs or teachers are tired or you know are feeling burned out or whatever. And to be able to sit and have those collaborative conversations, like you can schedule that and have it via Zoom, you know, on a random Wednesday night in December. Right. right. But when you're done, you have to go back in and like make dinner or Mm -hmm. make sure that the children are doing what they're supposed to be doing or back, you know, back to your regular routine. But when you're away, you get to um, think about that a little bit harder and collaborate with just, you know, people that you respect and admire and you know have good minds and bring so many different perspectives well you're not logging off of the zoom because it's the scheduled end of the zoom you're having a dinner together and if you sit together for an hour and a half or two hours that happens but in the daily grind of your calendar you're like oops sorry i gotta go teach it was really great talking to you yeah it's over yeah and it's making me really think about making sure that you try to schedule in that intentional time with your learning partner so um, Peter and I talked a little bit about that on the live podcast. I heard him say it to, um, I think it was Jeff Harker and his podcast that he did for the homegrown podcast, Keep Indiana Learning. And, and it was like, you know, you, you learn better when you have someone to learn with. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes we have to be really intentional about who that person is yep. and schedule specific time. And, but when you get to go away to a conference, your time, it's just built in. Right. Yeah. I mean, we get to do it at home. Yeah, we're definitely lucky in that way. And sometimes, but the, sometimes there are other times it'll be like, listen, but I've got these questions about all these things, and I'm like, dude, it's nine o'clock. <laughs> You've tried to email me things, say I want to talk to you about this, and like, <laughs> like six months later, we come back to the. Did we ever have a conversation about put, that? Put a meeting on my calendar. <laughs> you have been known to do that. You have been known to do that. 
<laughs> so, um, and then I, um, Dr. Dugan, she is the author of um, D- Street Streetwise Data, the keynote Street Data. Street Data. Streetwise Data. No, Street Data. I know. That made me laugh. <laughs> Streetwise is something different. Street Data. She was the keynote. And I I enjoyed listening to the keynote, but, you know, she ended with, she actually brought her daughter out on stage. So and cool. she talked about um, this, the idea of create, inspire, and execute. And that really got me thinking that I feel like so often we feel like when we we have something we want to create, it has to be this big thing that has this massive impact. And that's what holds us back. And so it just got me thinking that as teachers, we're creating all the time. Literally, the words that come out of your mouth are in the midst of creation as you're saying yeah. them in the moment. And it's so, 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 so important to honor that of all of the teachers that are working so hard. And then, it, you know, and then, but then there's time to spend to create, you know, like create and then inspire people with your creation and execute. And, and that, that can happen just like right in the four walls of your classroom. It can happen in the small group. You know, it doesn't have to be this big thing that you put on the internet and it goes viral and all the things. Like, we're touching as teachers of any kind, whether it's of pre-service teachers, in-service teachers, children, high school, whatever, you know, our creations are are impacting. Yeah. And that was a really nice reminder to me for that. And we always talk about baby steps for teachers. What are your moves? What are your next moves? that feel tangible and possible mm-hmm. and um, the create, inspire, execute notion and watching this 11 year old talk about her, <laughs> her dreams of what she wants to create um, just got me thinking that there's nothing to hold back on. The best part about all this, I actually am sitting here thinking right now, we've got a whole nother day and a half. We're only halfway through this conference And it's making me feel like, when else do I do that? When else do I think like, wow, I'm so excited. We have so many more days left. And it's like, when we go on vacation. I don't know the last time I came to a conference and I'm like, wow, I still have a whole nother day and a half left. We're only halfway through this thing. There's so much good stuff left to come, so. It's important to find your people. And it doesn't have to be at NCTM or NCSM. But it sure is fun when it is at NCTM. (laughs) It really, really is. and. Yeah. So, but you know, find there's and there's conferences all over. We've talked to a bunch of people that were at the Northeast conference in uh, Portland, Maine. Mm-hmm. That was a couple weeks ago. There was one in New Jersey last week. There Portland, was, Oregon. There was one in Portland, Oregon. The Portland, Oregon, and Portland, Maine one were happening at the same time, and there's <laughs> just lots of joyful irony in that to me. Um, but they're they're all over the place. So it's just. I don't know. Find find one and go to it and see how you can be inspired and and I know it's some it's hard to f- find the funding and all of those things, but if you can, we're we're very privileged that we can be here. Absolutely. For sure. So all right. I don't know if we gave any massive words of wisdom, but I feel like that went pretty well. It's just fun to talk about NCTM. I'm not sure this is one of your typical episodes, but It's not. It's always fun to kind of we're talk just about reflecting it in the moment and what we're learning about, and hopefully yeah. somebody, if they listen, because <laughs> there are some people listening. 
Yeah, if you get this thing away. posted tonight, hey, <laughs> we have a session tomorrow from 1 o'clock yeah. to 2.15. Come see our session. I don't even know who. So people have said, who, what time are you presenting? I want to come. And I'm like, 1 o'clock on Friday. And they're like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> that's when like, the famous that's people are presenting. Is presenting and da, 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 is presenting and I'm like that's fine <laughs> we can zoom <laughs> yeah just call me if you want any of the information or sharing no I'm just kidding we, we, you know, we could end up with 200 people in that room we don't even know so um, but it's it's a privilege to be here and presenting and being able to share things that um, mean a lot to us that we think about very regularly, so looking forward to it. And you know, you and I have only done a poster presentation at a national conference together. We've never done a a full session in front at a of national people. Conference. Yeah, we've done a lot of them at regional and state uh-huh. and stuff like that. But yeah, we've been together for a long time. We don't have a lot of firsts anymore. So yeah, so here you go. So if you <laughs> do me. listen to this and you come, you will be a part of that. All right. So thank you for doing this with me. Thanks for having me. I hope always. everybody can hear. <laughs> it's a little bit bizarre in a hotel yeah. room. So. <laughs> and um, we'll try to do it again, if not before you leave on Saturday. Um, She's rubbing it in because she gets to stay for I get a few to extra stay. days. <laughs> um, then we'll do it maybe when we get back. Great. Thank you. Thank you. So there you have it. A short recap of our reflections after one and a half days of NCTM 2023. I realized while writing up the show notes that we didn't talk a lot about math, but there is some solid math thinking happening. I also realized I didn't acknowledge Shelby Strong, who I believe was instrumental in putting together the game night along with Tracy Zager. I'm including Twitter handles of everyone we mention in the show notes because they are full of gobs of knowledge and I'll try to tag them on Twitter too. But honestly, that always feels a little awkward, but I'll try to push myself out of my comfort zone. Thanks for listening. Thank you to Keep Indiana Learning for making this podcast possible and making it possible for me to be here in D.C. And thank you to all the teachers. I am here to learn because I want to learn about how to support teachers, instructional coaches, and administrators in all that they do. Cheers to a great end of the week, and I hope to get up at least one more podcast before I leave D.C.